Welcome to Intentionality with Paul Kempf, the podcast where we explore the opportunities and possibilities that can be created with a more intentional life. If you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Please follow us on social media, share the links with your family and friends if you believe there is something valuable that they can learn from this podcast. Help us to impact more lives by doing so. Today we're going to be focusing on books, on reading, and the role of reading in living a more intentional life. And to have this discussion about books and reading, I couldn't think of a better person to be the first guest on Intentionality with Paul Kemp. So a very warm welcome to Louis Neil Corsten of Booked. So Louis Neil, how are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. Thanks, Paul. And yourself? It's so interesting that you asked me that question. I want to just uh, maybe deviate from the topic of today around books and reading before I answer the question on how I am doing. It really is something that I have spent a lot of time thinking about over the last 10, 15 years of my life. And there's two things I really want to share here today with you and with our listeners. The first is, have you ever thought about the importance of that question, how are you doing? We so often in our lives ask that question. It's like almost an automatic response when you greet somebody. How are you doing? And yet I find that people often don't really mean it. They don't really want to know how you are doing. They're just being polite. And what I've found in my life is if you really become intentional around that greeting, around that question, how are you doing? it really has an impact to that person that you're having a conversation with. So I want to maybe make the suggestion that the next time you speak to somebody and you ask them how you're doing, you really put some emotion into that sentence. You really ask them how they're doing. You really ask them to give you an honest answer about what it is that is happening in their life. So, uh, Louis Neil, I am going to ask you the question again. How are you doing? How are you really doing today? Definitely well, but uh, can feel the strain, and I think that's just part of part of the life I suppose I've chosen to lead. But doing well can't complain. Definitely on the path I should be, so that keeps me going. And one thing I do want to say, it's quite interesting you mentioned that I've been very fortunate to travel quite a bit. Um, and in South Africa, we take that question, "How are you doing?" for granted. I think. Mm. It, as you say, it is a greeting. How are you doing? Well, thanks to yourself. Not too bad. That's that. You walk mm. your separate ways. It struck me when I was in Rwanda not too long ago at the t um, in a shop at a teller. I asked her the classic South African greeting. Hey, how are you doing? Mm. She paused for a second. I could see she was very shocked. <laughs> she thought about it a little while. And then all of a sudden, she just started not unloading, but just telling me all of this information about... Mm. It has not been going that well. Her child's been a little bit sick. Mm. Um, the family's struggling a little bit, but the brother's coming to visit. He's going to help <laughs> out. And she started going on a full monologue. And I just realized I could see what that meant to her, that someone took an interest in her and how she was doing. And um, it kind of gave me a different perspective on that question as a well. whole. So I'm glad you did mention that because I do fully agree. Absolutely. That's a very good point you made. The second thing I want to say about how you're doing is... I've shared in some of my previous episodes with the listeners where I was 
in 2005, um, not in a great place. And an interesting thing happened to me during that time. When people asked me how I'm doing, I made the decision to tell them that I'm spectacular. Now, the few times that we have met, I don't know if you can remember, every single time that somebody asks me how am I doing, I would say spectacular. And in the beginning, I didn't mean it. In the beginning, it wasn't really true. But the important part was I was speaking what I wanted my life to be. I was saying I want my life to be spectacular. And it took about, I think, 10 years, maybe a little bit less. And it was the most amazing thing one day when somebody asked me how I'm doing. And I said I was spectacular. And I all of a sudden realized something. My life is actually spectacular. So just to add to the question of how I am doing, I am spectacular. And my life is really spectacular. But let's get to the topic of today. And that's books and reading. Louis Neil, you are the founder of Booked a company you started. I would love you to tell me and the listeners a little bit more about Booked. Where did you get the idea from? Have you always had this passion for books and for reading? So this, I'll give you the short answer here because this can tend to get some, uh, quite long sometimes. Mm. Um, yes, I have always had a, quite a big passion for reading. I think growing up, I would probably read a science fiction or fantasy book a week, basically. But it's quite interesting. It's never something I really was quite vocal about. I almost felt a little bit, not embarrassed by it, but uh, along those lines. And I realized what a big role books played in my life. Exclusive books, as a matter of fact. Mm. Probably grew up on those floors. Um, so reading has always played a very important role in my life. But I take it a step further and say it's not just reading, but it's education and self-development. That's been, for me, the real, real kicker. Um, I'm very fortunate that I could study for free at the university because my mom's a professor there. Mm. So I made full use of that, became a professional student and studied a few degrees. And that actually gave me a really good insight into the educational system, educational industry, not just in South Africa, but a little bit wider than that. And I was not very impressed, mm. if I'm being honest. And I think that's where Booked unconsciously started for me was just that need for an alternative form of developing yourself, an alternative form of education. And the idea kind of struck me one day. I finished reading a book. I see it's right here, funny mm -hmm. enough. Finished this book by Peter Thiel, Zero to One. And um, I realized I probably learned more from this little book than an entire six months of my BCom degree. And that got me thinking, well, if I go read 50 similar books, is that equivalent to my entire degree? Mm. And even if it were, I don't get that same piece of paper at the end. That recognition. I can't prove mm. to someone I've actually gained all this knowledge. I've taken the time to read, develop myself, gain the knowledge. Um, I can't go apply to our insurance for marketing position with my 50 marketing books. And it's a shame because when you're reading a marketing book or business book, you're reading, uh, reading from an expert in their field. Mm. These are world-renowned experts in business that have actually built businesses, not a lecturer standing at the front of a hall who's never actually built a business telling you how to do it. I don't mean to come off negative towards <laughs> no. universities, yeah. Um, but that's where the idea started was let's actually get books recognized. Let's turn books into a formal um, method or form of education. So that's where the idea started. I called up my co-founder, Warren, um, very, very good friend of mine. Him and I actually owned a tutoring company before that. Quite a big tutoring company. That was our first kind of exposure to the education system and actually helping people develop themselves. That's kind of where the love for education for the both of us started. And um, 
I pitched him the idea. I said, listen, are you keen to do this? He was crazy enough to say yes, jump ship at Outsurance. And um, him and I started about three years ago. That's kind of where Book started and it's been a roller coaster since then. Um, but it's all about education and just helping people access education and get recognized for the time they spend developing themselves. Because I believe self-education is Self-education is where you really unlock your own future for yourselves. Um, and I think just the passion around that's what led us to start the, uh, start the company. That's great to hear. Before we go on, maybe we should just make sure that everybody understands what Booked actually does. I think there might be some listeners that have never been exposed to Book. Maybe just a quick description of what Booked does with books. So... I mentioned where the idea started um, mm. in terms of certifying the knowledge you get from reading. But we've obviously developed and changed and pivoted, as they say, the company quite a lot in the last three years. And as it stands right now, what Booked is, it's an application that corporates or businesses use to develop their teams, develop their employees. So the quickest way to describe it is kind of a mixture between Kindle, Duolingo, ChatGPT, and some form of a social network. <laughs> So what we do is we actually get teams inside these businesses reading a leadership book together, for example. They're seeing each other's notes, they're engaging with AI, um, the reading's been gamified, it's been made fun, simple, digestible. And what we really want to do is just help businesses develop not only a reading culture, but that essentially becomes a learning culture. And once you've developed a learning culture in your organization, you know, you, you really just, you won't look back. And that's what we're trying to do at Booked is help these big companies, these big corporates develop these learning cultures, these reading cultures, and help them move the organization to the next level. Um, I've experienced Booked myself. I'm actually reading two books on Booked at the moment. Um, I would describe it almost as a different kind of book club where you're reading a book with somebody um, and you're sharing insights of that book with that person on the platform. I must tell you the other thing about book that I really love is this gamification. You're onto something there. Um, gamification uh, is a big motivator for me to read. You know, seeing that leaderboard and seeing somebody in my booked club that has read more than me is a big motivator to pick up that book. So well done on that. Thank you very much, Paul. And I think what I would say just on the gamification aspect, and this is something I do feel quite strongly about, is where the universities and traditional education miss the mark is... In terms of gamification, is making education fun. It doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be repetitive. And the fact that they've had this monopoly for the last, I don't know how many years, and haven't needed to innovate and make it more accessible and fun and gamify the whole learning process, I think is a massive shame. And I really, truly do believe the future of education lies in gamification, lies in gaming. If I can promise you right now, if you take two kids, you give the one kid a Call of Duty game that's accurate to World War II, and you give the other kid a textbook and say, please go read that, and you a week later ask them, give them any form of a quiz or assessment, I can promise you the kid who played Call of Duty will do much better because he's engaged. He's yes. intentionally yes. engaging with the content, with the material. He's learning as he goes and he's enjoying it. I mean, I you'll agree. obviously retain much more that way. So. That for me is quite an important concept is this gamification, but it extends to actually just getting someone engaged, mm. um, that they want to be doing what they are doing, not that they're doing it because someone else told them or they feel this is what they should be doing. They're doing it for, them, for their own selves. Um, so that's the one thing I would just say on the gamification aspect. Love it. Great point. 
Um, how are things going at Booked? Um, what progress are you making? What, um, what feedback are you getting from clients about differences or changes that you're making, value that you're adding? It's, it's been going very well. Um, very, very well, actually. I'm very happy with the progress the team has made. And that's the one thing I will say and I always do say is the value of a company often rests on the strength of the team. And I think we have amassed and created such a strong unit there that the company itself has just been going from strength to strength. We've um, gone through several funding rounds um, with a few quite, quite prominent investors that really do believe in the mission. We've built a fantastic product based on just feedback from people. You know, if you're not speaking to the people you're, you're serving, how on earth are you going to know what problems they have? How on earth are you going to solve this problem? So we're quite meticulous about developing a product based on what people want, how they use it, and what makes sense for them. So from a product point of view, we've been working very, very well. And, we, you know, we're working with the big corporates like Old Mutual and My Way and Straight. And they've all successfully deployed booked in their organizations in various pods and learning units and the feedback has been phenomenal we're seeing 90 95 percent of the teams actually reading every single week which if you know if you had told any ceo i can get 95 percent of your team to read he would probably laugh you out of the room absolutely so i think the work and the strength of the company has been just a testament to the team but also just how intentional we've been with learning about what our customers or clients want and making sure we can deliver that. So from a company point of view, it's been going really well. It's been growing exponentially. And I think um, this is going to be a big, big, big year for us. Fantastic. I love the way that you brought that word intentional into your mm -hmm. answer there. You obviously know the name of the podcast. It's about intentionality. Is there anything you can share with me, with the listeners, about things that you do in your life uh, intentionally um, to be more successful? Uh, either in booked or in your personal life? So um, there's a thousand answers to this question, but I think one that I believe in quite strongly is the concept of discipline or disciplined intentionality, which is very, very difficult, but also self-development. And I'm going to throw a few things out here, but I will tie them all back mm, together. Uh, I'm a big, big reader of philosophy, um, big fan of philosophy. I've read you know, all that you can read around from the various philosophers and how they think and look at life. And, you know, one of my favorite philosophers, Nietzsche, talks about this concept of discipline and even to an extent intentionality, mm. where he talks about, uh, I might butcher this quote, but it's something along the lines of, if any man with a why can bear almost any how. And that is what a lot of intentionality and discipline boils down to for me is your why. Mm -hmm. Why you're doing what you're doing. Because if you don't see purpose in what you're doing, it's, you're fighting an uphill battle in terms of being intentional about it, in terms of having the discipline to see it through. So for me, the starting block of anything in terms of finding success is first determining your purpose, your why. Um, like you can see that in the book Man's Search for Me. I think I may have seen it on one of these stacks, but mm -hmm. Man's Search for Meaning, that's my favorite book, by the way, where he talks about this concept of purpose and how in the concentration camps, it was quite interesting that there was a certain day that they would have them record the most deaths because that's the day people gave up or they gave up their purpose or meaning. And it was something along, I think it was something to do with Christmas. I can't quite remember. And um, that was just so interesting for me how, the concept of purpose can literally be the biggest driving force in your own life. 
and how he, as a result of his experiences, started this. It's called logotherapy. Mm, that's right. It's a method of of psychology where he essentially sits with you and helps you uncover your own meaning or your own purpose, and through that helps you actually progress forward and and find your own whatever your own definition of success is. Find that success. So for me, the biggest thing. I would say for each person to do is find their purpose, find their why. Mm. And it is very difficult. And you'll only do that through extensive and excruciating self-reflection, um, journaling, understanding yourself, asking those really difficult questions. And once you get to the root of your own why and start uncovering your own purpose, everything else becomes so much easier. It's much easier to wake up earlier. It's much easier to do X, do Y. It's much easier to be disciplined because you know why you're doing it. Mm. Same with intentionality. It's so much easier to be intentional about your work if you know why you're doing it. If I go ask a call center agent, how well do they think they spent their eight hours at, um, I know what the answer is going to yeah, be. Yeah. But if you go ask an entrepreneur or someone who's truly passionate how they're spending their days, the difference in terms of how intentional they are is, is it's quite scary, actually. So for me, the biggest factor to intentionality is your why, your purpose. And that's the first thing I would tell everyone. Don't embark on something if you don't know why you're doing it, because you're going to run out of steam. The discipline is going to fail you. You need to know why you're doing it and keep reminding yourself of that. And that's been the biggest thing for me is just knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing and knowing that this is the path I should be on and this is my purpose. And that gives me all the energy I need. Wow, I love it. Uh, some great answers in there, some great insights, some great points. Um, that book, great book, a little bit of a difficult read for me, I must be honest. <laughs> it's a short little book, a thin little book, but it's a difficult read. But yes, a great message in that book of Viktor Frankl. Mm. Um, something that we do on the show on a regular basis is I try and uh, give recommendations to our listeners. Um, tips of the week, if you want to call it that. Maybe a book, maybe a movie, maybe a good podcast that uh, someone has listened to. Um, would you mind doing the recommendation of the week for us? I'm going to assume it's going to be a book, or is that incorrect? I think up to this point, so I do know, I've seen this, this obviously, I watched the podcast, I know about the recommendations. Up to this point, it was going to be a book. Yeah. But something, I don't know, halfway through this podcast <laughs> changed for me. And I think my biggest recommendation, well, first of all, is read. Please yeah. just start reading if you're not reading already. But that's, you know, as a result of what I'm doing, that's almost a guarantee that I'd say something like that. So the biggest thing for me is self-reflection. That's my biggest tip, is go reflect intentionally on who you are, what you're doing, where you're going. Uh, and the easiest way for me to do that is through journaling, writing, because that's when you're kind of talking to yourself in a very interesting way where it's much easier for you to, you know, you can't really lie to yourself. You can't really bullshit. Mm. It's very easy to actually write the truth of what you're thinking. So for me, journaling, start journaling and start self-reflecting aggressively would be my biggest recommendation. And I think everything else flows from there. Once you start uncovering yourself, learning about yourself, the rest kind of falls in place. Renil, thank you for that. That is a really wonderful insight. And thank you for following the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Watch out for episodes 13 and 15, because some of the things you've just said are some of the things that I'm planning to talk about in uh, our future episodes. 
Renil, thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom with us, um, such valuable insights. Uh, thank you for being here with, with me on the couch. Um, thank you for spending time with me. Um, and thank you just uh, for sharing with us the book story and the exciting journey that you are on and changing people's lives through reading. I really think that is wonderful. Thank you very much, Paul, and thank you for having me. I think I've really enjoyed it first and foremost, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk a little bit about books, what we're doing, and also just share some thoughts around discipline and intentionality. And I think what you're doing is incredible, to say the least. Um, I think what you're doing here is what we're striving to do as well, and that's educating to help someone. Um, and if you can reach just one person, then you've made such a massive difference. And if just one person goes away from watching this podcast thinking, thinking a little bit differently about how to be intentional, disciplined, uh, that's a massive win. And the knock-on effect that has to their siblings, their kids, their whomever, it doesn't matter. It's just making such a big difference. And um, I think podcasts are one of my favorite forms of education. And this is just an incredible way to educate and reach people. So I applaud you for all of this. And I really, really look forward to, as you say, 13 and 15. Mm, mm. I look forward to 13 and 15. And again, just thank you for having me, Paul. I really enjoyed it. So all that's left for this week's episode is to say thank you for the production team, for all of the efforts behind the scene. Thank you to FFG for your continued support of this podcast. Uh, I really do believe we are building something amazing here and creating lasting memories on this journey. If you want to get a hold of me, please send me an email to paul at iwpk.co.za. Congratulations on making the choice to be the architect of your life, the architect of your success, and not just letting life happen to you, but living a more intentional life. And may the rest of your week be an amazing intentional journey. Thank you.